Hey guys. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hello. Uh, we've got a guest here today, Heidi Howes. Welcome to Heartbreak Happy Hour. Welcome, Heidi. We'll we'll uh, introduce you definitely a little bit more in a minute. Uh, Amy, hi. Hi, Dardar. Welcome to episode 15. It's been a while. It has been a while. I know I missed this. It's been maybe a year. Um, we're not going to go too far into that, but we've had uh, a lot of shit that went down yep. this last year. Um, I had a loss in my family. Amy lost her mom, as I think a lot of our listeners know. So it's been a really horrible, horrible time. Um, but Amy, I'm glad to be sitting here with you in my living room. Me too. We're with not, Heidi. We're not in our usual garage, but uh, I like it. It's kind of like ladies who lunch almost up in here. It's very <laughs> fancy, Dar. Um, but yeah, we're excited to be back. Uh, we wanted to kick off with a really cool woman in our community. Um, and I know that today might not be, um, a story of like a, a you know, a heartbreak that we're going to tell a super linear story about heartbreak, but we are going to talk about heartbreak and we're also going to talk about healing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just excited. I'm really excited. Yeah. So it smells. So let's, let's set the stage here. Mm -hmm. So we, yeah, Amy's on the couch. I'm on a chair. Uh, Heidi's on the chair. Heidi's got a guitar. She's been singing to us and bringing in, were you bringing in good spirits or energy, right? Mm -hmm. Into the room. Um, and we've got some things burning. Some sage and we have um, done. We've got rocks in our bras. Rocks in our bras, <laughs> some tarot cards laying around. We each chose a card uh, that she had us choose to bring in. And the deck was appropriately named. Oh, Sacred Rebels <laughs> is the name of Heidi's deck that we had to page through and each pick a card out. Yeah. So, yeah. well, without further ado, let's um, let's meet Heidi Howes and let's let her tell us a little bit about what she does. Um, I know her to be a very magical woman who does a lot of great things for the world and very hyper um, community here in Columbus, Ohio. So um, I was struggling myself to actually verbalize to myself like what exactly is your title what do you know so i would love to just say hey hey girl welcome and you guru heidi you tell us a little bit about yourself yes <laughs> thank you thank you i think um you know we we put on these identities you know and we put on these labels so that other people can understand who we are and as we grow it's also important to let go of those li labels and identities. But essentially, I am uh, the closest word to who I am and what I am is probably shaman. I'm also a mother. I'm also a daughter. I'm also a sister, a friend. And I'm a poet, a singer-songwriter. I'm a storyteller. Um, I'm a mystic. Uh, and I'm a healer. And all of those things come together in a beautiful uh, you know, song and so what I do in my daily life is I help people to find healing in their own lives. I guide, I'm a guide, I'm a, I'm a teacher. And I also have a school called the School of the Modern Shaman. It's similar to maybe like the X-Men kind of vibe. I help people to understand <laughs> their it. magic and their medicine and their power. And um, I help them to find their particular voice in the world as far as healing and arts goes. Um, I work out of the Reiki Center in Grandview. Uh, and I have, again, the School of the Modern Shaman, um, which runs at the end of this month. I have a workshop that people are welcome to join if they feel called. Um, I also do individual sessions. I work with people um, on a long-term basis. 
through different phases of life. I also am a priestess. I hold ceremony for weddings, for baptisms, for funerals, for um, all kinds of initiations and experiences. Um, And so that's a little bit about what I do. So that's amazing. That's a lot of stuff. (laughs) Do you do this full time in your life? Wow. That's amazing. Can we go back to the school? Yes. I love the school. Um, So do people from all walks of life come to the school? Absolutely. So can you give us like an example of what a class might be? It might be these kind of people. Everyone from um, teenagers to grandmothers to, uh, and really every size, shape, color, um, nationality, you know, because the archetype that I uh, embody in this culture was not someone that I saw. There was no representation for me growing up. Um, and so as a child, if I wanted to be a healer, um, or a writer, uh, you know, the archetypes available were nurse, doctor, mm-hmm. uh, journalist, yeah. right? Um, I am all of those things, yeah. but uh, really, we don't we don't have this archetype. And so, part of my mission is to is to show children and to show other people like yeah. what this looks like. You know, did you know that this was like your calling at a young age, or did you know when did you discover this? Uh, I truly, I I would say that I embraced it in 2013. I had a very powerful spiritual awakening. Um, and I think the rest of my life I was running from it. Yeah. Really? Yes. So you felt like you had a calling at a young age, like, yes. What did that look like? What do you mean? Uh, well, I was born into a faith healing religion, mm-hmm. uh, a sect of Christianity called Christian Science. Uh, oh, and I'm I've a f- never heard of it. So I mean, I'm a fourth generation uh, shaman. Christian Science is a faith healing, spiritual healing religion, and it's based on creating um, kind of like what they do is sort of pray. It's prayer. But I see that as like creating mantras in your head to dispel lies, you know, which is sort of what you do when you make a spell or when you um, speak the truth to someone so that it uh, completely blasts out the lies, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. about who you are. So Christian science reading rooms. I've seen that before yep. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've always, yeah. I didn't know what it was. Me neither. I didn't mm-hmm. know what it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a faith healing religion that was founded by a woman in the late 1800s and she had a miraculous healing. So she wrote a book called the science and health with key to the scriptures. But the Christian science story is really interesting because we weren't given any medical treatment as children at all. It was all prayer. Um, and when I was 18, I left the church and I was very uh, heartbroken and I felt betrayed because of the way that I was isolated and it took me about 10 years to get back to God. Um, and I had to reclaim what the divine is for me, which I find a lot of people are needing to do right now, yeah. especially because religion and church, um, really takes away from you, your sovereignty and your ability to be directly connected to God, you know, and that's what shamanism is. Shamanism is the path of direct revelation where you directly connect to the spirits that speak to you your ancestors or um, all kinds of different beings. So was it scary at first? <laughs> like it's terrifying. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, that's like yeah. scary to me. But when you start calling on these, I mean, it's it, very big. They call on you. Powers. That's yeah. the point. You know, okay. they call on you. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people who are in initiation, a lot of people who are in addiction, who are, you know, they're being called upon, you know, so you're really initiated inside of trauma. And most shamans will say, well, when you meet another shaman, you say, oh, what happened to you? 
you know, Mm -hmm. and it's generally like you got struck by lightning is the Peruvian tradition or like you (laughs) had a near death experience, you Mm -hmm. know, or, you know, everything was taken from you. Like, you know, if you think about people in our history who are shamans, you know, like um, what's his name who wrote Man's Search for Meaning? Um, Oh, man, what's his name? the psychiatrist who wrote man's search for meaning and his, his name is eluding me at the moment, but he was in Auschwitz and everything was taken from him. So he talks about creating, you have to have purpose and meaning and to give your gift to the world when everything is stripped from you, like Job, you know, um, having the faith of Job or, you know, you've got to continue to be on your knees and pray and know that there's trust your journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, So you finally came about in 2013 and Mm -hmm. started just claiming, owning what I, owning who I am. And then I started finding my way. I started remembering, actually, it was a remembering of uh, things that I already knew about healing and soul. And I've, you know, if you believe in past lives, which for me, it's an, ex- I do. Ex- it's an experience. It's not a belief. Someone asked me on the last podcast I was on, she said, so what do you do when someone doesn't believe? And I said, it's not about belief. It's about experience. When you hold space with me, when you're in space with me, you will experience something, mm-hmm. you know? And so you get to interpret your own experience the way that you interpret it. But, um, it's not about belief, you know, it just is. It just is. Yeah. yeah. So in this, in this area that you're in, what you do, are you a religious person? Oh, religion, no. Religion okay. is rules. Religion mm-hmm. is not, no. Okay. I'm a spiritual person. Spiritual, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make that clear. I don't belong that there is to a... anything but myself. Okay. So there is not a, like, a god or anything like that. This oh, there is are many all spirit gods. And, right, many, many gods and goddesses and ascended masters and many um, angels and um, beings who come in unconditional love. Yep. that I speak with. And there are plenty of other ones that I speak with who don't come in unconditional love. And generally we're saying like, you can stay over there. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> but there's a lot to learn, you know, from those things that we despise. Well, yeah. so do you, can you like be just with yourself uh, watching TV? I don't know. You're just hanging out with yourself. And do you feel <laughs> You can, do you have to be like, I want you to, I want to talk with you right now, or I want to call you, or I want to interact with, or is it just like around you? And did you know that a long time ago? And was that freaky? That's a good question. I think that there are times when we have to call out for sure. And the more you call out in your daily life, the more you um, commune, the more you watch and listen. What do you mean? I'm lost. I think I checked out. Like gods or other You mean people calling on Heidi? Yeah, or, okay. like, or interacting. You with mean as she's just sitting You're there, saying, somebody do I have to be say, calling. hey, God, will you talk to me now? Yeah, or, like, or does God just talk yeah, to me? Yeah, or do people just talk? Yeah. <laughs> you mean spirits calling yeah. on her? Yeah, does, like, is, are you she... just so open to this other, like, w- I am walking around. Well, maybe I'm not going to use myself because I think I'm a little cracked open to some of the shit. But yeah. somebody who's not, they're just walking <laughs> around and they're, like, not at all having anyone interacting with them from another realm at all. Are you, is this happening to you like oh. in Whole Foods? Yes, yes, <laughs> That's what I mean. 100% yeah. of the okay. time. However, I think that we're all, um, you know, we all have allies in the spirit yeah. realm. I think mm-hmm. we, I know we all have allies. We yeah. all have ancestors. We all have guardians. And it's when we make connection with them and we honor them um, that they are 
excited. It's like, you know, your invisible friend when you're a little kid, yeah. right? You used to talk to them all the time and play with them. And if you don't play with them anymore, once the fa- once the veil comes down, usually around seven or eight, then they kind of just go do some other work. And yeah. they're still checking in on you. But, you know, unless you're like, please help me, yeah. birth mm-hmm. all of you or yeah. whatever, you know, like you, you may not so get the help that you need. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, I, I think we, I don't know if we've talked about this on our podcast, but my mom passed away 12 years ago mm-hmm. and uh, a friend of mine told me, she was like, just ask her to leave you dimes. It's a way, it's a form of communication. And I was like, finally, I was like, fine. I felt silly. Amy today witnessed it today. We, we, we have not podcasted in a year. Mm-hmm. We opened up right there at the bottom of everything. There was a dime. But it's all the it time. happens all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, mom. I mean, and we find them. My husband finds them. My kids find them mm-hmm. randomly mm-hmm. all the time, you know, and I love it. And I, I right. you need when you're ready to ask your mom to leave you things like yeah. that because it's it's fun. You know, I love it. And. It's always when I need it too. Right. You know, I mean, spirit is always speaking to us, you know, in signs, symbols, songs, um, art, you know, the soul realm speaks through art. And so we just have to be listening and speak back and speak back. Yeah. I talk to her all the time. <laughs> I no, sound like a good. crazy person, no, it's but it's good. I, um, I also had the, um, I was so lucky to go and be in a room with you once where you did like a guided, it was like, it was like a guided meditation shamanic journey. Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. What was that like? It was really cool. And it was eye opening to the fact of like how big, um, our brains are and how big our spirit world could be if mm-hmm. we opened up. And I mean, mm-hmm. it was like an animal kind of adventure we went mm-hmm. on with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, what do you mean by that? Um, she took us on a journey and we looked at things, but then we were able to see things for ourselves and we were, it was very cool and it had drumming involved. And mm-hmm. what do you mean animal? Like chanting? No, like, oh. like different, we would encounter different animals in the oh. forest. We would encounter ourselves. I think we encountered, and then we were able to, to see what we saw on our own and we were, it was just really cool. And oh. it made me realize like how not open most of the time we are in our mm-hmm. life. So sure. we're walking around like we're this. like right on this yeah. tiny little surface, like mm-hmm. five using like 5% of well, our brains. Yeah. I mean, who knows if right. that's true, but definitely closed off. <laughs> I think so. Definitely closed off. We're like, on our we're phone like, yeah. we're all the time. <laughs> like this and like to just for like 25 minutes be like make anything possible yeah. kind of thing. And that's what I kind of imagine what Heidi does is make anything possible for other people mm-hmm. you know in that kind of way so um i would love more people to experience what you do mm-hmm. for sure yeah um, i have a class tomorrow night actually and I, I don't know if this will come out but um i do a class a couple fridays a month at the reiki center it's called shamanic journeying it's okay. essentially like opening your mind and your heart to um to see beyond the veil yeah. that's essentially what we do with drumming and the drum is the vehicle that's yeah, yeah. that's it it's like mm-hmm this amazing drumming and you're like oh. it's amazing you should do i want to experience that yeah it's kind of like tripping without drugs yes i'm down yeah because <laughs> d- i've never tripped and i don't want to <laughs> yeah too old i now. trip enough in my own brain i don't need drugs exactly but yeah. yeah so some of the things okay so that's every other friday or every yeah. couple okay mm-hmm. um at the end we'll wrap up we'll talk about all the ways you can get a hold of you but yeah. um another thing that we wanted to talk about today was something that came into my and it's so funny that i think back now i believe in like one of the first podcasts one first or second or third we talked about you before i had ever met you because i had met somebody mm. who had worked with you oh 
And I was like, there's this lady, man. <laughs> she can do this shit. <laughs> like, Is this remember? what we were talking about? Horse uh horse energy uh, horse energy or no, horse the, they do the horse thing but we had we were okay. talking about all the interesting weird things that we had heard and my <laughs> my friend who we name nameless she said yeah i went to so many things out priestess there. i think she called you a priest i mean you know you are all the things yeah and she um cut cords between me and my lover oh and I was can like, you tell us about cord cutting yeah, i was like what the fuck and so yeah. i was so super interested i made her talk to me for like an hour about it so now I want you to talk to us yeah. and tell us about like, this is like another thing, another layer of all the things that you do. What is it and how important is it? History, whatever you want to just tell us about it because. And how would someone so, know that they need to cut a cord? So extremely interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I think, we, well, cord cutting. Okay. So we, we, if we get into the energetic body, you know, um, we're all connected, of course, right? So if you see yourself as energy in an energy field, there are cords that we have like between each other's hearts or between each other's bellies or, you know, like with your children, let's just talk about your children or your parents, you know, um, the most obvious one would be like your cord from your, your umbilical cord to your mother, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and we, we, you could also call it attachment. You could call it connection. Um, but there's a point when the connection or the attachment becomes, um, perhaps too much, right? Or maybe we're draining mm-hmm. or maybe uh, toxic. And so we need to be continually cutting cords, like continually clearing our energy field, like taking a shower, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. And coming back into ourself and mm-hmm. into our sovereignty, although we are still connected. Some cords just happen to drain us or drain others. We all do this on a subconscious level. If you're not aware of your energy, then you probably have cords and you're probably, you know, draining others or they're draining you at different times, Mm -hmm. potentially. Um, So it's cord cutting is really a ceremony that enables you to let go of that um, perhaps uneven exchange of energy. If that makes sense. That yes. makes total sense. Total sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone's draining you, you know, and you can feel this when you talk to someone, like you spend time with them, you either feel energized afterwards or you feel drained. Yeah. Sometimes you can see the other person getting drained by you, mm-hmm. right? By whatever is in their mind, or you know, you may be eating a little bit too much off mm-hmm. of their plate. Right. Know, Body day. language or I'm right. sure there's a lot of ways that we can tell that. And some of us, we have a deficit with others for a long time, you mm-hmm. know, like like an addict friend yeah. might be in a deficit with you, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's important for us to cut those cords so that we're no longer being drained um, because we've become attached as well. You know, so um, there are many ways that you can cut cords. You can um do it yourself, you know, one DIY of DIY cards. Yeah. Okay, let's do it right now. <laughs> cuts and yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's very helpful to have someone else support you as well. Like any Reiki master, any Reiki practitioner can okay. do this. Um, you also have to be willing to let go, you know? So for example, if you're holding on to a, an ex lover, everybody loves to cut cords with lovers, right? If you're holding on to that person actually in your own self, you can't cut the cord that you're perceiving is coming from them. Uh, so you know, uh, it goes both ways. What is that useful for people to hold on to? Like, I think you know the answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think even the though thing that's is torturous, that no one can cord into I you unless you allow them. Yeah. Right. No one can take from me unless I first take from myself. You may, you may not be awake to it. You may yeah. not be open, like see the energy, but like you've opened somehow to allow yeah. them in, you know? And so that's why we have to be, 
more diligent about understanding our energy, understanding how we connect to people, you know, understanding how we connect with ourselves. Because if I am looking for a resource, my resource is always to the divine. I've got a resource within myself to the divine, the sovereign connection that I have to the divine, right? To my own energy, the divine within me. And so if I'm looking to someone else to be my resource, like you have what I need, um, and accord into you so I can pull from that, you know, as children, that's part of what we do with our parents too, I think, unless they teach us otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, um, teach us to, to see the divine within us and all around us. And that as our source of inspiration of life of breath, you know, mm-hmm. but religion's kind of gotten in the way from that. So anyway, to cut the cords, um, you know, you can go into meditation. Um, you can set up a ritual where you burn something, where you Put, light a candle. You can also write down someone's name on a piece of paper and burn it. Um, you can send, you can envision yourself simply just, okay, where does it feel like this person is corded into my body? In my, my vagina. No, yeah. That's, <laughs> At one that's point, a real, that's a real thing. I'm just kidding. That's a real thing. That's why we do yoni steams. Yeah. You know, I just did a yoni steam on Sunday. Can was, we talk about that? Because I'm real into that. I want to yeah. know what this is about. So I'm going to stick steam? my vagina over. God, I just barely learned about goat yoga. How do you know about yoni? <laughs> He's teaming, Amy. I mean, Chrissy Teigen's doing it on Instagram right now. It's it's coming up in the world, okay? But tell so her. So we're tell steaming her about out our. Vag- it's an ancient practice. Yeah, it's acknowledging that, like, pull the, the plant medicine that you put into the water and you boil and then you steam. You sit over it and it um, heals your womb and your your vagina. The you know, and so is when, this after childbirth? Anytime. Oh, anytime. Anytime. You don't even but have especially to birth. If, after a lover. Like, say you have a lover. Or you you know you happen to be. It gets at, it like gets you, rid of the dick energy. To, again, it's like reclaiming your so- <laughs> reclaiming your sovereignty after you've allowed someone into your space energetically. I love that. Yeah, you've allowed them into your space energetically get rid of 20 years of semen exactly yeah Yeah. no i'm really so i think that's great i would want all that energy out of there that one inside of you you don't know about yoni never i've never heard of it you need to take her let's do that right now take her out (laughs) forget the cord cutting i want yanni semen or steamen yanni steams no um Oh my god. So gosh. this is something else. So we could like literally book a party and you would do all this kind Absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely. Yoni steams, cut So okay, so back to the cord the cord cutting because you it's wouldn't really... want to do it all at once. Though. No, not yeah, all that. Do okay. people do this for block parties? <laughs> Full block parties. <laughs> it would get very energetic. Yeah. Um No, no, back to this. So we were we were talking before you came and we we're like, would you cut a cord for Dar today? Would that be something we could do live? And could you talk while you're doing it? Or is it some shit where you cannot talk? And I would have do to Do you just... need all that energy? Do you need... Should Amy comment... Like, do some commentary, like, while you're cutting the cord necessary? Do you need that energy, Heidi, is, I guess, the question? Um, I think that it's... I think that the... I can teach you. Okay. Um, I think I can tell you what to do. I, I don't... I'm not... I don't think it's in alignment uh, to cut a cord today. I don't know that it's... Um, That's cool. What we talked about, what I said to you about how it doesn't seem like a cord cutting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like a decision. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't know that we can do it live on the yeah. air right now, but I can tell you what to do. Okay. And um, that's really what I'm more doing more now as opposed to doing it for someone. Because if a person doesn't want it, and want to do it for themselves, then it's not going to be effective. You right. Know what I mean? Right. Um, so more knowledge passing and like, I love that. Yeah. I think that's great. And I think that's something that people are way into. It's, it's my goal to teach people how to heal themselves. 
Okay. You know, to remind them that they can. Okay. So briefly, just so people aren't confused, I was asking Heidi to help me cut a cord from a friend that I was having. An estrangement with. Yeah, an estrangement with that's having some some issues. And it's just kind of a long-term friendship that I don't, that I'm hoping will be healed mm-hmm. and repaired. But just as the last couple years have been just very negative and unfortunately bad because of some suffering she's going through um, an addiction, I guess I should just put mm-hmm. that out there. Um, I just want that negativity right. gone. Yeah. And what those I see ill in, feelings, I, I guess, and negativity is that you already did cut the cord because you um, you ended c- communication. Yeah. I see that you've already cut the cord. There may be some residue of um you know, some things that need to be extracted. I think that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. If that makes sense. Okay. It does. Mm-hmm. So like someone like me who's like, man, I got all kinds of shit wrong with me. So is there like an a la carte? <laughs> no, like you, you can not. just be like, I want to come <laughs> see you for this, this, like, so you have office hours, you have yes. like, okay. Yes. So we have you like, we can just book you and yep. just be like, okay. Yep. Because I think like we were saying to you before, it, it feels like before you start to, before you knew what, you know, Yoni steaming was, you're like, whatever. But like, before you are aware of things mm-hmm. in the world, it sounds weird and it, you're not maybe open to it. But when you start to kind of mm-hmm. unfold it and like you're talking about the cord cutting that in my head was some crazy ass ceremonial thing is simply energy mm-hmm. and, you know, learning how to maybe control mm-hmm. your energy. Mm-hmm. And like, that's so simple now. And that mm-hmm. makes me think, God, that's so Right. Easy and beautiful and like right. it DIY. It feels so good and, and yeah. right, yeah. you yeah. know, and safe and it's not intimidating. Yeah. yeah. And, some, and I'm not putting down therapy or anything mm-hmm. like that, but that can feel mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. a lot, you know, well, and like it, it is. And I, I think I go to therapy and I go to therapy. therapy. Yeah. I mean, and I, it's been fine, but yeah. I think this approach also too, just by smelling this Mm-hmm. weed yeah. thing and uh, no it's sage. <laughs> sage and pulling a stone in a yeah. card and and Heidi's energy and sitting yeah. here you know talking before we right. started recording felt so great right. you know and just right. just talking about you know mm-hmm. my situation with you and I didn't even do a service with you yet you yeah. know but just that yeah. energy that presence. we felt presence yeah. felt great it's a safe nice place also to say we can declare at any moment that the cord is cut you know a ceremony can happen like it's right now in my in my being when my being is in alignment and i say i cut all cords all all cords to this situation i reclaim my power i give back any power i've taken Mm -hmm. i extract all the lies that i believed and i replace it with truth you know Mm -hmm. um so that there's your cord cutting Very ceremony. powerful within, yeah, yeah, within yourself. I think there should be like shaman, like, <laughs> like, you know, like we have all these therapists that are just like sitting out on high street. You should have your own little office then and have, yeah, I love that. and love that you would go yeah. to Graham. So I'm the, Reiki, on the Reiki center allows you space. And yeah. so you come in there and do that. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have like a, do you have a website? I do. So it's public- HeidiHouse.com. Okay. And can. it's, uh, I'm working on, how do you spell rebranding. house? H-O-W-E-S. Okay. Yeah. I'm working on a rebranding, but right now you can definitely contact me through there. I'm also on Instagram, yeah. Heidi House. Yeah. I love your Instagram. Thanks. You share with us a lot of your life and I love that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So it's like, it's 
I'm very open to this. I'm very open to this. I'm, I'm trying in my life to open even more yeah. to things that might Good. support me mm-hmm. in a way yeah. that I didn't know before. So, I mean, just again. Well, that's what heartbreak does, right? I know. It opens so, you. Oh, and you were talking about, you were really making me think earlier about talking about heartbreak and different stages of heartbreak mm-hmm. and like how we're very focused on the actual like, uh, you know, angst of it, right. but not the end result maybe. Right, right. Which, is where we kind of all wish to get and want right. to be is like released or learn it or, right. you know. Yeah. And I think you have to lose your mind to find your heart too, you yeah. know, and breaking, having your heart broken, makes you lose your mind, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and it's a long way. I like to say this to my students, you know, shamanism is a path of heart and it's a long way to go from the mind to the heart, but really we live in a very mindset focused world you know and so if we are if we opened our hearts more if we lived from our hearts if we saw from our hearts mm-hmm. like if our vision was through our hearts it would be a completely different reality yeah and mm-hmm. i think a lot of us do like i mean for i think for someone that has suffered from depression or something like that i think the intention i don't can't speak for everyone mm-hmm. is to want to live mm-hmm. that way right i think we do get some way trapped in our Mm -hmm. brains you know Mm -hmm. and we don't get to live that way Mm -hmm. you know and I think you do get to a point where you're just like I I need something medication hasn't worked or I don't Mm -hmm. I I don't respond yeah I don't respond Mm -hmm. to it I don't want so this is I think a place to come or something Mm -hmm. to consider is to try yes this alternative yeah and definitely the kind of healing that myself and my colleagues do is generally the healing at the end of the road it's at the end of the road yeah. you know for for people who have really gone to the end of the road and tried everything yeah and they can't find their way back you know right. what I mean and that's I'm really passionate about working with vets with PTSD I'm really passionate about working with sexual assault survivors um, I'm really passionate about working with people who are severely mentally ill um, and you know just kind of that helping people come back from being lost and, and accepting them and loving them wherever they are. Right. You know? Right. Mm -hmm. So I love your, um, I, I kind of get this like envision of like this badass women tribe that you must have of healers. Uh, I know. uh, We were talking earlier. Heidi's like, Oh, we will help this woman and I'll bring in my tribe. So what does your tribe look like? I just, I love this. Yeah. I think of drums and you guys are naked and I just have this, you guys are bringing in these sage sticks. I can barely see you because the whole room is so smoky. I do and love smoke. Yeah. I do love the smoke. Yeah. Um, you know, all, sh- all shapes, sizes, colors, it's really a rainbow. And, you know, there's a prophecy uh, about the rainbow tribe. And, you know, I think it's just the people that are assembling around me that I'm working with and collaborating with. They're, they're, they have all kinds of different medicine and from all walks of life and, um, you know, different spiritual traditions, Mm -hmm. different ancestral lineages. And, um, yeah, I'm, it's starting to form and I'm starting to see it come to life, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. So you just kind of found each other. We are finding each other. And that's That's what they say about soul family. I'm looking for a better word than tribe. Um, I, it is soul family sounds beautiful is the word I've got. So yeah, I think tribe has a little connotation that might be, some people might think negative, but it's appropriative. Yeah. It's appropriative in this day and age. And so I'm looking for every, like, we've got to sing a new song, right? Yeah. We've got to sing a new song in in every way. And that's what 
that's what we're looking for. And actually, I have a gathering coming up where I'm okay. I'm literally calling in my soul family for it's called the New Song Gathering okay. of of shamans essentially, but you know it'll be mystics, poets, artists, storytellers, um, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. When is and this? it's in August 10th through the 12th at the Reiki Center. It'll be the first year. I imagine it'll keep going forever. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have classes and um, ceremony and different you know, ways to connect with the practitioners. Yeah. Of all, so there'll Let's be like, that. New, there'll be like sacred food. There'll be tattoo. There'll be, um, drumming. There'll be, you know, every, every walk, sacred adornment, okay. you know, um, oils, potions. Wow. Every walk of Reiki some crazy stuff. I My like friend's it. mom has practiced in town for like mm-hmm. 30 years mm-hmm. plus, but, uh, her husband, uh, she, I think it's like you just you don't even touch a body. Am I you right? Don't have to. No. She was like you, 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 your appendix, something. Mm-hmm. He went in. He he had an appendicitis that night or something. Mm-hmm. Like she was like something is going downtown. Well, definitely reset. Judy Brown in your area. Mm-hmm. He had an appendicitis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's insane. What does it call when they like reset you or whatever in Reiki or like whatever when you get Reiki? They your- shock your whole body. It's a word. It's like I don't know. Like reset your whole like attuned. Attuned. I was attuned a couple (laughs) months ago before I went to Europe. Yeah, by my friend Steph. And I left level one or um I don't know. Did you feel different? Did you feel something? I felt great. Yeah. And I felt awesome when I left and I felt lighter and better and yeah, there was, yeah, I definitely, it was the only time that I've ever, that it ever happened to me. And I was, I I had people do Reiki in yoga classes, but mm-hmm. it, that's like 10 seconds, you know, sure. it's like they yeah. do whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I like your energy. I feel it. But well, like, this was different. Mm-hmm. Well, an attunement is really what the master does for the student. And Reiki is our birthright. You know, it's the universal life yeah. force energy and we all are connected to it. Yeah. Um, but what the attunement does is it helps you to be aware of how, opening the faucet a little bit more you know it helps it sort of turns you on like oh yeah this is something i understand sort of like an initiation from your parents like um teaching you something showing you like about who you are and so when you're attuned you you essentially just open up more to the to the divine energy source you know I think it was it was Sounds badass, beautiful. and yeah. I cried a little, and I felt yeah. weird and wild, and like. <laughs> I think that's when something works is yeah. when you're crying. Yeah, that's the experience. Yeah, I really do. And if it it's a feel good cry, right when my mother died, I was gifted massage by my dear friend Deja. Uh, over that's a beautiful it. gift. I know, and her she knows that her mother at Replenish the Spa. She knows that her mother Waveta is like my favorite person on the earth. Like I just get in a room Aww. with her and I'm like, oh, I love you. And at first, I was probably too much for her because she didn't know me at all. And I'm like, I love you. I don't know why. Like I just always love this <laughs> yeah. woman. Um, but she must gave me a massage, and it was pretty. It was a few weeks after, and I have never ever had an experience where I just laid on a table and sobbed and cried and cried. But yeah. at the same time, I was receiving like this most amazing mm-hmm. gift. It was so wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, and that was like magic. Mm-hmm. That was like mm-hmm. she is like some yeah. She's shaman. She's definitely yes. like amazing. Yes, she is. Yeah. yeah, but she's done a little reiki on me too. But yeah, the the reiki is something I'd like to get into more. I'd yeah, like to learn more about it for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that um, to incorporate this and in with heartbreak because I don't know if everybody listens to our podcast is experienced heartbreak or like whatever. Well, we all experience heartbreak. What am I talking about? But to consider this in our daily lives of heartbreak, Mm -hmm. you know, this form of therapy, Mm -hmm. you know, treatment, 
is what you do. Yeah. The marketing guru in me is like, I think you should have a heartbreak package where anyone who has yeah. suffered heartbreak comes to you. And She'd have to offer it to everybody. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> because I think we're I mean, all trying to yeah. pull through or survive every day through heartbreak. Yeah. Heartbreak is the human experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, being born is a heartbreak, you know, yeah. and it's like that Leonard Cohen, you know, the the saying uh, the crack is where the light gets in you know and i think the reiki or healing and art those that's the light going into the cracks you know but i always see the heart as a seed in order for the seed to bloom to blossom to grow it has to break open right you know so that is the human experience that's the whole fall from the from Mm -hmm. grace right you know is the heartbreak right and so it's how we move through it together you know connected to each other and there's so much like the movie i don't know if you saw the movie collateral beauty Mm -hmm. um with will smith um Mm -hmm. but you know it's essentially a movie about heartbreak extreme heartbreak the death of a child and how he is you know kind of opening up to the she calls it the collateral beauty like when something tragic happens look for the collateral beauty Mm -hmm. and in so many ways that's how i see you amy like i in this in this process with your mom's death you know i've just seen you like she's 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 taking the beauty and she's going like this you know Mm -hmm. like holding it out in front of the world like but there's beauty here in this pain you know yeah, because I think it's n- there's no other way <laughs> out than right. through. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to practice. Either that sure. or you're underground. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you 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 end up changing. Yeah. Through all of that, mm-hmm. and there's some kind of beauty that ends up. Yeah. Yeah. I keep trying to remind her of that. <laughs> it's it's you know, it's a lot. But I yeah, I think I'm just way more open to, and I was already like cracked a little bit open but i'm just way more open to Mm -hmm. things i never would have thought that Mm -hmm. i needed or wanted or desired it's kind of interesting Mm -hmm. um let me ask you this because i think uh i heard i hear this too many times uh you have to be open to it you have to be open to it and for me i don't like to hear that because um i like to try things even if i'm not open to it but i think a lot of people might not try something because they're not sure if they're open to it. Does that make sense? Like, okay, so if if we were talking about uh, you have a friend who is an addict and you want to get them help and they may not be open to you, mm-hmm. but you say, I want to take you. I'm just going to mm-hmm. hijack you and shove you into my car and take you. You don't think that they're going to receive it. I don't do that. I... A person has I wouldn't to come do that. To I'm me. just saying. But right. do you know it's, what I mean? Like, right. maybe I hear what you're saying. Does someone really have to be ready or psychologically? Right. I don't know if people can actually really get ready if they are depressed or mentally ill or something like right. that. Are they really exactly? And that's ready? kind of how we started the conversation today, where I said, like, do you intervene? You have a decision to make. Do you intervene? with your beloved do with the person that you love with your friend do you intervene do you stage an intervention do you say i'm making this happen now or do you wait until they're ready you know or wait until they say i need it i want it you could say that their behavior alone is them crying out and saying i need it and want it it's like what would you do if this was your child would you say no you don't get to choose i'm making this happen for you like if it was my child who is you know in a heroin addict, I don't care what you tell me about enabling. I would go to hell to bring them back. Yeah. I mm-hmm. would fight till my own death to bring them back from that. I would do whatever yeah. it took. So you just have to know, are you willing to do whatever it takes? You know, are you willing to be 
almost killed in the process. Now, in my case, I can't do that with every client I have. You know, I can't do that with every friend I have. But if it's my child, you know, if it's my mother, like, I'm going to go to fucking hell and get her back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Your friends and lovers are very lucky, though, because you can help them (laughs) and support them a lot. Well, it's also also are not always our job like yeah. it's not always my job to heal my children or my parents it's yeah. like the whole thing with doctors how you know you can't be a doctor to your family yeah you know you it's like my, my father's been sick f- well he's been in a in a state of um you know soul loss for 12 years he's you know he's living but he has severe brain injuries and i've only done one one healing ceremony with my father and um it was very powerful and it did a lot but most of the time his soul has been saying no to me Mm. no you don't do this this is my journey this is what i'm doing and there was one opening where his higher self said okay yes you can do it now and there had to like i had to do some trickery and you know like so if that makes sense uh it's really like it's it's you just have to be open and ready to know oh now it's time we got to go get her yeah. from the crack house you know what yeah, i mean sure now you don't go every day necessarily for a friend you know but at some point you'll just know okay it's time to do this you okay. know i think there's divine timing the person has to be ready um you know you get kind of warmed up and marinated by life and then all of a sudden they're like boom run into me at the north star or something while i'm eating a burger right yeah. <laughs> i love that the marination of life yes me too yeah so it's yeah. amazing Wow. So what else do we want to know about this amazing woman? I don't know. I feel really <laughs> I don't even know. She wants her she wants you to get out your your steamer. I need a veg steam, I Heidi. She, I think she's <laughs> I think she's being steamed right now. Yeah. I know. I feel a lot right now. I don't know, I know. if it's like what I'm going through, but you should feel a, a lot. That's like you should feel a lot yeah. in life. Yeah. I wrote on the way over here. I, I've been feeling a lot. I Facebooked today and I said, if your heart's not broken, you're not awake. Yeah. You know, if you're not feeling. Well, I'm thankfully feeling a lot lately. And I was telling you girls that earlier. So that's a good thing. It's been a shitty year. And it's really bad when you don't feel when you're going through a lot of shit. That's the worst. And that's what I was feeling for a long time. So I'm really glad to be feeling a lot. Yeah. So that's good. Um, So. What okay, so if somebody is other listening and they're like, This is interesting, mm-hmm. do you also offer just like a one time kind of meet you and greet you? Like, I'm just trying to get I all of I just thought bases. something inappropriate was gonna come out. I'm sorry, <laughs> a one time meet and greet, um, bad no. flush, <laughs> but like people can slowly dip their toes into absolutely this yeah, kind of so healing. Yeah. It's not like you're going in and you're nope. getting naked and you're nope. right. So, what if somebody doesn't know what they need, right? Like, what would you, but they're lost or they're heartbroken right. or they're, yeah, what would you do? Yeah, right. I usually like to have a consultation with someone so that they can feel my energy and see if they if they trust me you mm-hmm. know and if it's a good fit um because you know i don't want someone feeling scared or feeling any kind of way i want them to feel 100 percent comfortable and so i do often do live readings on facebook i'm oh, thinking about cool. doing them on instagram um where i'll uh, people can ask me questions and i'll read so cool. from 
you know, just read them and talk to them about whatever they're going through. So that's one entry point. Another entry point is just simply to schedule a, a free consult with me on the phone. You can hear my voice. You can hear my vibe. Also, you can come see me at the Reiki Center for an hour, an hour and a half. I do mini readings at the Reiki Center um, every other Monday night. So that's $20 for 20 minutes. It's a steal. Um, and so people can, I just kind of say, like, come be with me and see how you feel. Okay. If you feel like, ah, you know, then don't okay. come back. If you feel like, yeah, I want more, mm-hmm. then you come back. And there are different levels I teach. So, But ultimately, I want to get someone to the place where they're learning for themselves how to see, how to hear, how to, um, how to heal. Okay. Yeah. Because you believe that we all have the capacity to do that. Absolutely. And we all could. I mean, could we all be shamans? Yes. We all could be shamans. I, my personal definition of shaman is just awakened human okay awakened that, human being that's beautiful yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I, am i becoming a shaman right now <laughs> feeling so much lately Absolutely. am i shamaning you're, you're waking up yeah <laughs> i think you have a beautiful energy by the way thank you now that thank you, you said that just come and feel my energy yeah. you have a lot of energy yeah. like when you walked in i mean you do and it's a good graceful yeah nice thank energy you. Thank you. I really do. Um, you're also a really good singer. Um, <laughs> oh, do you wanna, yeah. Are you going to sing us a song? Maybe? Sure. Okay. Sure. I can hold like. your okay. thing and we would love to. Um, and then after your song, maybe we'll just do a wrap up. We'll let you know again how to um, contact Heidi yeah. and get with her. And we just want to say thank you so much for allowing us this opportunity to hear from you. Oh. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank Heidi. You. So this song is about... Um, it's a song that just came through last week for our healing ceremony. Uh, we had a full moon healing ceremony agape and freedom and you can see that on my instagram we have a picture and uh, it was for the strawberry moon and we were talking about love actually i was talking about love with freedom and um incidentally all three of us are single mothers and you know there's a wound when you're a single mother um that is specific to that and some of it has to do with feeling abandonment from the beloved you know feeling abandoned feeling alone and when you are kind of all about your own shit and you're you're managing your hive with your children and then you try to have relationship a lot of times you know um men don't necessarily come doing their work they want you to do their work for them right a lot of people are like that so she said about freedom said to me you know i want a man to come to me healed like doing his work because i'm doing my work you know and so then from that came this little little ditty that we used in our ceremony wow so i'll just sing like the first two verses to me healed oh come to me healed oh come to me healed come to me healed with your 
Oh my god, that was beautiful. That was gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Thank that, you so much, that better honey. call the the hottest, <laughs> most amazing man to you. Oh my god. I would think so. <laughs> oh my god. Or woman. Or whatever you're into. Whatever Thanks, you ladies. want. <laughs> So, amazing. okay, so one gorgeous. last time. There is something to say about that, right? As having oh. someone come to you healed. Well, yeah, I mean. Oh, I mean, we are, I mean, it's fine to be there for each other, but my God. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, just being to, able to be, yeah, on the same kind of plane with someone yeah, is really right? a big deal. Yes. Um. Okay, so everybody who's listening now wants to do all the things with you. Yay. And maybe some other things after that song. Okay. <laughs> um, um, so... How do we reach you again and any last uh, words and maybe one little piece of wisdom for us or anyone out there hurting today? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you can reach me at the Reiki Center. You can go ahead and go onto their calendar and book with me right away. Um, right now, I'm also doing a three-month immersion, uh, which is like a mentorship guidance. And you can contact me at my email, which is HeidiHouse at gmail.com if you're interested in that. Um, otherwise, find me at the Reiki Center. And the Reiki Center in Columbus, in Columbus Ohio. Ohio. I do work distance. So if people are out there in the world, we can um, you can... Just email me or DM me on Facebook or Instagram, and we'll work that out. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited to see you when you come mm-hmm. and come as you are. Um, so your question for me was? Uh, just something for somebody who's, like, really heartbroken right now and something that they could do for themselves. I really like that the, my my gut says you, like, really care about others even more than anything. And, like, how can somebody help themselves in a small way before they learn through shamanism how to do it in big ways? Mm. I think really getting quiet and embracing your pain you know whatever is hurting you right now today whatever is bothering you like if you can take yourself into your arms like as if you were an infant you know and just envision yourself like the pain inside of you you know as this infant that you hold in your arms and you rock and you sing to and you and you just comfort them you know just comfort yourself in silence and sweetness you know we go to so many things for comfort we go to alcohol we go to food we go to drugs we go to other people um but if you can do that for yourself you will find some healing right now in this Mm -hmm. moment so whatever is hurting inside of you you know see it as a little child that you love so much and just comfort that child thank you that was beautiful thank you all right well we'll see you soon all right thank you heidi thank you